Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. So over the last six weeks or so, I think it's becoming increasingly obvious that at least the white collar recession is here. We have seen tech layoffs to the tune of over 200,000, and unfortunately that will grow. We are seeing consumer sentiment at the end of 22 at a 53 year record low, which really is shocking. We've seen record low savings. Uh, we are starting to see real signs of a recession happening. Will it be a rolling recession with no quarters of negative GDP? Will it be a shallow recession? I don't know, but I think it is fair to say that the next couple of years aren't going to be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about what a recession means to the three of us. What are we doing? How do we prepare and move forward? Matt, what, we'll start with you. Recession's here, man. What's going on? I mean, like, uh, you know, when... Uh... When I think the one of the things that I said, you almost fell off your chair. I've still con I've still continued my my trend towards uh, increasing the number of housing Section Eight units that I have. Um, you know that's still been part of the course. When we have units or before we have units coming available, we literally take the list and we send it to housing and we say, let us know if you've got vouchers for this. Um, what's really interesting is that in my area, in the three towns that I service, there are about uh, 700 housing vouchers hmm. in that area, and they just lost um, 180 of those in the last three months hmm. to investment companies that bought assets and have now handed out those uh, basically eviction notices and vacate notices. So I think that this is a trend that a lot of people and how to handle the recession, if you really believe it's going to be a mild recession, I think you still should be diversified. If you think it's going to be a bad recession, you better get really diversified. You better really know that there's no interdependencies to your portfolio. You need to make sure that you have it, as many exposures as you can to different things and to different sectors, because that way, with little overlap, you can likely, you know, really stave off any real pain from a heavy recession. Yeah, the other thing I want to poke at, I just remembered, um, you indicated in our discussion last week that you just bought a single family home as a rental. I did. And the audience was like, tell us a little bit more. So can you give us kind of the two minute rundown of how you found the lead, how you negotiated, what'd you buy, kind of that kind of stuff, just because the audience was asking. Yeah, sure. Um, so that one was uh, daily homework, hit the MLS. Everyone else had a shot. Um, I saw the listing agent, know the listing agent, because I network like you know what, mm -hmm. and knew the listing agent, obviously my agent. I picked the agent that I know that actually has a relationship with her as well. Mm -hmm. She did a phenomenal job. She'd already beaten the tar out of the out of the owner to say you got your there's work here to be done in this house. You right. got to get you got to get reasonable on price. Right. And so that's what we did. So I I you know based on relationship, I was the first one to get in the house and then yeah. made a really strong offer 
and we got the deal under agreement before their open their two open houses that weekend. So let's try to give some round numbers at least. So yeah, the, sure. the, the the property hit the market at what? One uh one fifty. Oh wow. So that was a pretty basically the seller knew he had a problem. So one fifty so, yeah. Okay. So you go in, you see it first. Do you write a full price offer? Do you go slightly over? What do you do? Slight so ten percent over. I go one sixty five. Okay. Um, because I do the math in my head and I'm like, you know, I can put fifty into this mm-hmm. and I can sell it for two ninety five. Okay. All right. So what is it? Like a three one? What is it? It's a four two. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a four old, two. Older four two, yeah. And is your intention to flip this come April, May, June? You're gonna keep it. No, my intention is to my intention is to fix it up. These particular units right now, um, a four two in that market is worth probably about, believe it or not, it's worth probably close to three thousand bucks a month. A four two. Oh, that that'll cash flow. That's yeah. To quote bigger pockets, that's above the one percent rule. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that building will make that, that, that house will make a you know that that house will make a, a thousand bucks a month probably. And that's yeah. and that's the issue is is that you know I haven't bought single family ho- homes because usually I would have to pay two ninety five to three hundred to buy that and then put fifty or sixty. And then put fifty, yeah. So again, this is funny that you bring this up. This is exactly what I closed on right before Christmas, just to prove I could. Uh, properties that were rough, yeah. And the that's where some deals are, and they're on the MLS, right? Because yes. again, there's a lot of people like FHA and VA buyers that need perfect. And yeah. there are some sellers that list at the wrong time, like where you are selling in the winter has got to suck, but sometimes you just have to sell. And yeah, uh, I mean, there was, there was eight inches, you know, there was eight inches of snow on the ground and it was, and oh. it was 22 degrees on the day that I went and looked at it, well, you know, there you go. and so better you than me. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I understand that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough, but, but here's the thing. This is the part of value add right like this is the whole reason this is the whole reason i built my course oh shit i'm a landlord now what right it's because if you understand when you walk the building and you go okay the roof is only here's the crazy thing roof is three years old heating systems 10 years old i've got two of my biggest four expenses already done and taken care of that probably have a 20 years left of time horizon on them so really what i'm looking at is and in a beautiful old New England home, I rip up, I pull up carpet in a couple quarters, and I've got original fir wood floors underneath it. So it's these little things like this, when you understand construction, when you understand what to be looking for under the covers that others might miss, mm-hmm. I unearth a ton of value in this property. And in all honesty, if I wanted to put it on the market and flip it, I don't particularly like doing that just because I put in all the work, I make it beautiful. And if I can still make money with it as a single, let's make money as a single. Yeah, there you go. Well, Dion, a recession is here. You brought to us in the very beginning being diversified, which Matt Matt ran, uh, ran through, which I totally agree with. What uh, recession's here, man? You're you're just batting down the hatches. You're going to go back to work, right? Yeah, that's probably not today going to happen. <laughs> but not today. So, for the last couple of years, I would say, you know how there's crash bros saying that there's a crash coming, mm-hmm. and and sixty plus percent of people think that there's a crash coming. I think uh, a larger percentage expected a recession coming when we have the oh, first yeah. real kind of global pandemic in our lifespan. Um, 
record inflation like like i actually might call it unprecedented i don't know because i don't remember that because my memory is short like everyone else's right so i would watch crash bros there's a recession coming videos and and drink the kool-aid mm -hmm. so what do you do um, i retire from a six-figure job that i like into what we're fairly certain a recession is coming mm -hmm. what do you do mike you take a month vacation yep right so Planning for a recession doesn't happen when the recession comes. Planning for a recession comes in the last decade or two. Matt going, I don't want all of my units being rented to construction workers or all of my units in Silicon Valley going to IT workers or all of my units in Detroit going to car manufacturer um, employees. We diversify. Yep. So that is, for me, uh, you know, Matt, you're in three different towns. Uh, you know, Mike, you're kind of in Fresno, but I don't think you're all located still all of it in like one. It's, zip no, point. it's it's a very large city. Yeah. Right. So you're you're close to several different economic drivers. I, I prefer my properties at least 10 miles apart next to like a base, a port, a college, a hospital, a port, you know, like a beach or something that attracts people. Um, and then we diversify the tenants. So I go one third military, one third working, one third section eight. That's the rough balance. Um, but also what I really like is I, I like class C properties. I like my rents in the range where if you have a class high, you know, B plus A, where you have 150000 or $300,000 IT worker and IT crashes, what is the IT employee going to do when IT is not hiring? To, that's going to make, if they go out and they start a new career, you know, maybe they make six figures, maybe not, right? So they're probably going to have to downgrade. When I have rent um, that goes out to a, a police officer making fifty dollars to $80,000 or a truck driver making $80,000 and they lose their job, it's actually not that hard to go find another career that starts at fifty dollars to $80,000 a year, okay. right? So my tenants, I have, I've had several tenants lose jobs in the last decade, change jobs, change career fields. In a decade, I have not had one later missing rent payment. And I'm not saying that that's why, but I'm saying one of the contributing factors is when a recession comes and people get laid off, unemployment pays enough to pay the rent, right? Yeah. It's it's not a $5,000 a month rent payment. It's a $1,500 a month rent payment. So I think that um, learning from watching content like you guys, I've known that these are the things I have to do. I don't want to have all construction. And then that, that one, they all pay great when things are great, right? And so Matt, you learned a rough lesson um, yeah. that I'm benefiting from. So thanks for sharing your information <laughs> and the people watching are also benefiting too. Um, I think that's what we do with the recession that's coming is we invest like we plan on it. Yeah. And, and the crash bros are, are you know, for deck, you know, for years saying, here's the reason there's a crash. Here's the reason there's a crash. Here's, I don't agree with them. I, I don't see it coming. Um, but I invest like it's going to happen. Yeah. I can handle a 50% rent reduction, which we've in our lifetimes never seen rent come down in double our lifetimes, never seen rents come down. Uh, they've plateaued a couple of times, but I invested. I didn't over lever. I have a big enough margin or gap, not rent margin as profit, but like a gap between rental income and expenses to where it could drop 50% and I'm still not going back to work. So if, if I knew a crash wasn't coming and a recession wasn't coming, maybe I'd lever more, but we don't. So we invest exactly. and plan for this. And then when it happens, this is where it, 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 I kind of feel like a horrible person. I feel bad for the person who's got just the job as their income, yep. who's for years been saying, why, why do you invest in real estate? Isn't that risky? 
you know, risky it is to have that one job that can be taken away because when, when you're selling your life one hour at a time, eventually people are going to stop buying. But when you have several different sources, diversified sources in diversified areas, a recession is like me being the fat kid in the candy store. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. going to sit back and, and like Matt, I'm going to go, okay, I don't, I don't need the Lamborghini, but I'm going to watch if it drops low enough, I'm probably going to pick one up. Right. Um, yeah. That's my plan. So uh, it's, it's funny. I, uh, I know Matt and I have closed on transactions in the last eight to 10 weeks. Uh, Dion, I think you're writing offers. I'm uh, writing offers. True? I made an offer, uh, went out Sunday night. So okay. uh, it was a so what duplex. Was it? In my, it was duplex yeah. in my area. Um, uh, last year I bought a duplex for 400,000 and I, and I've been telling myself, look, if I see a duplex anywhere close to that price, I'm buying it because our rents in this area. So I did a members only live stream, which I do on Fridays on my channel where we literally, I just super boring. So don't become a member if you want exciting, because all we do is we open up emails in my market or in the members markets on a zoom. And we go, let's look at deals. And we go, okay, what do you like? What do you not like? How did you process this? So I looked at like 18 deals in my market that sucked. <laughs> And I was getting ready to close up and I scrolled to the top and I was like, hey, there's a duplex for $400,000. Uh, why didn't I see that when I started? So I click on it. It's smaller than I like. It doesn't have garages. It's not It's not in a war zone, but it's borderline. It's really close. And I'm like, all right, it, it's really close. It's If it's a base hit, it's a third base hit, right? And like, and left-handed, uh, you know, I'm, I'm usually over on first base, but uh, I make an offer. Goes for 50,000, all cash above asking. Really? What? Seems like we're wow. in a crash. It just, I don't know how so I'm curious, what, what, what did you offer? Did you go under? I went 390 cash. And and if they came back with, you know, because uh, I'm going to do, I'm going to do cash. Um, and then I would probably refinance out all watch rates. I'm in a weird yeah. position. So not everybody's going to be able to buy cash. I totally get it. The deal made sense with an, it would have been like, it was like a six to almost 7% cash on cash return with the rents in my area with a 6.5% interest rate. Like we ran the numbers in the members only live stream. Um, so it was really close, but cash, it made sense because I'm looking for cash flow. I'm retired. Don't right. compare your 12 to year one. Um, yeah. I would have went to four cash. Okay. But 450, okay. no. And yeah, uh, and, and there were multiple over asking offers. Wow. And so, it, so that's amazing. So uh, clearly, clearly a crash is here. There's, absolutely. There's no yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Wow. That, that's there, amazing. So, yeah, go ahead, Matt. There was there was a four unit. So there have only been in my markets. There's only been four four units that have changed hands in the last two years. Wow. Four quads. Four quads. They're really wow. hard to find, and they're gold when they come up. And I've and out of those four, I bought two of them. Of course, you one did. of one of them, I was just like, absolutely not. It's on the absolute worst street. Like it's backed up to train tracks. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you gave me the thing, I'd dress it up and I'd resell it. Right. Because no one's staying there for anything more than a year. But what was really interesting is another one came on. It was 1980s dated. It was a 60 or 70 year old building. So newer here, but still very dated. The rents were about under 7,000. They went on market for 780. And wow. they had five offers over 780. I don't know what the final number was. I didn't play because I was just like, if yeah. you can get over 780 for that, I've yeah. literally got some four units that are worth a million bucks. And I wow. never, ever paid more than 450 for one. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting because again, I think the housing market is, 
I'm calling it bipolar or bifurcated. I don't know what the right word is. Your guys' vocabulary is better than mine. But luxury is done. It's frozen. It it won't be better all year. Inventory is going to stack up. It's going to distort numbers. But the affordable stuff and the small multis four and below. Yes. It's, you know, I don't know. It's like hen teeth or whatever they call that stuff. It's scarce. Dion? Yes. So here's the thing that investors need to remember. New investors, experienced investors, when you hear about a deal like like the duplex that went fifty thousand over in my market and Matt's market where they got fourplexes that are going for really high numbers that make you think, oh, selling would be great. It the world isn't full of investors that are looking at I have cash to deploy, let me get the best yield. There are there are investors thinking I need to stabilize my portfolio, so I'm going to invest cash with no leverage. And don't care about yield. I want the money to not lose value. So there's foreign right. investors doing that. There's firms doing that. There are people with 1031 money that had to sell. Not not uh, you know they had the interest rate trap, but maybe there was a death in the family, or there, so there's probate, and maybe there's divorce. Yeah. So there's these choices where people go, "Yep, I, I can no longer run this as a rental," or something like rent control comes or is talked about, so they go to get out of it. Or we have an eviction moratorium that was determined to be unconstitutional, but one county keeps doing it right la it's still there right mm-hmm. uh, i don't know if it's even gone away yet it's been extended again it's uh, got extended that, to the end of january with talk about extending to june so so there are people that will sell that have a bunch of money to deploy so when you do something like okay here's the number that makes sense and it's it's the the highest number that could possibly go and somebody outbids you by a significant amount they're not stupid they're in a different position well they might be stupid but yes, they're probably in a different position. <laughs> right. Those, those, both those things could be true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And again, the whole idea of a recession here is if people go back and watch our, our combined content, we've been preparing for this for probably nine months. Yeah. And we're not scared. All three of us are taking action, deploying cap. We are deploying capital into a recession. I've been very clear with folks. I plan to deploy more capital in the next 18 months than I did in the last 36 months. You get rich, you get wealthy in a recession. It's just, I've been here before. They don't scare me. I saw it coming. We got prepared. We got our debt right. We got our, our, you know, stack right. It's just, it's going to be like, we are the fat kid in the candy store. And I look forward to seeing what the three of us do. Dion, where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Hey, Matt. Lumberjack Landlord, Instagram and YouTube. Awesome. Thanks, guys.